Hi, welcome to Harvest Church Podcast. We pray that as you listen today, you are blessed and encouraged. Thank you so much for listening in. If you want any more information about our ministry, we'd love you to jump onto our website, harvestaustralia.org. Have a great day. So many good things going on. We had the prayer breakfast yesterday, our um, Year 12 prayer breakfast, which was just a fantastic morning. Um, I'm kind of stalling as well because I'm kind of trying to find Karen. Oh, there she is there, yeah. Um, Yeah, she's just going to come up and share for a couple of minutes. Good morning. (laughs) This is fun, amen? We actually have a couple of testimonies this morning that I just, yes, isn't it exciting hearing what God does? So I actually want to ask Stuart to come up and join me. Let's give him a big cheer. We love you, Stu. (laughs) I just feel like there is real power and encouragement when we hear what God's doing. Because God is always doing something. He's always moving. And we all go through different seasons. And in some, God's doing certain things, while in others, we might be waiting for something to happen. But it's an encouragement to know that God is moving. So I've just asked Stuart to come up and share this morning about what God did for him last night. Um, I went off to bed a bit earlier last night, so um, had a bit of a sore back and had a sore back for the last few weeks and I uh, was just laying there and just thought, oh, I'll just start praying about Australia and everyone and <laughs> and our state and and stuff like that. And then, then I thought, oh, I'll give it a crack and prayed about my back and, and uh, yeah, woke up about three o'clock this morning and, um, yeah, no pain. Yeah. Probably the best I've ever felt. Can we pray for Stu? Yeah. Lord, we just pray right now for more, 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 more. (laughs) Lord, we thank you for who he is. We thank you for your hand and your anointing on his life. And we just pray for more. And we pray in the night for dreams and visions and encounters of you. And we pray for increased filling of the spirit right now in Jesus' name. More, 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 more. (laughs) Lord, we thank you for your healing in his back. We thank you for your healing anointing in him right now in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Thank you so much. I've just noticed he's got a secret tattoo down the back here. So you might want to ask him later what's on there, as long as it's savory. (laughs) Mark, can you join me? Mark, let's give Mark a... (laughs) How you going, Mark? Good, very good. Mark, actually, I heard this from a special friend of mine who shared that God actually did something amazing for you recently. Yes. Can you share with us what he did? Um, So basically, I broke my toe on Wednesday night. I was on the flying fox and it went a bit too low and I stubbed my toe against the ground. Not fun. It was like curled up and the doctors were like, you're not going to be able to walk on it for two months. So I went in on Friday and it was kind of like a ministry time and they were just like, give it all to God. And I didn't really think about it. I just gave it my toe. And I just, I, and then I was like, it just felt fine. And I walked up to pray for a friend and I didn't realize I was walking on it perfectly fine. Wow. 
Yeah. And do you have any pain in your toe right now? None whatsoever. None whatsoever. You have no pain in your toe and it was broken on Wednesday. Yeah. And you're walking completely normally. Yeah, yeah it's great. Can you guys reach your hands to a mark? Let's pray for him right now. <laughs> Lord, we thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for your hand on Mark's life. And we thank you, Lord, that you are alive and that you are real. And we thank you for your healing power right now. And we thank you, Lord, that the faith of a mustard seed can move a mountain. And we thank you, Lord, for your complete healing in his toe. And where the doctor said one thing, you did another. And Lord, we give you all the praise. And we ask right now that you would fill him. With your presence, that you would fill him, fill him, fill him, fill him. Saturate every area of his life. Fill his heart. Fill his home. Fill him when he's in the car. Fill him when he's walking. Lord, fill every moment. Fill him when he's awake. Fill him when he's asleep. Surround him, Lord, with a cloud by day and a fire by night. Lord, let your anointing and your spirit and your presence rest on him. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Thank you, man. Thank you. God's good, amen? Amen. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, God's doing so many good things, isn't he? And uh, Sometimes it's just good to recognize and just acknowledge what he's doing, especially in the crazy world we live right now. It's, uh, I don't know about you, but sometimes you, you just go cross-eyed, uh, you know, in your own head and uh, wondering what on earth is going on in our world. And uh, God is on the move. He's doing good things. And uh, he's just connecting all sorts of things, all sorts of people all over the world for his plans and purposes and his glory. I want to just pray before I start. Uh, yeah. Lord, we thank you that you're here with us this morning. And we ask that you would speak, that you would move, that you would accomplish everything that you want to. And Lord, that you would use us for your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Fantastic. Well, I'm going to start in 2 Corinthians 5.10. It says this. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may be recompensed for his deeds in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. This is talking about at the end of days, we are going to be face to face with Jesus Christ. And we are going to be recompensed or we are going to be given back what we deserve dependent on what we do in the body, which is here on earth. Because our bodies will fade away. These things don't last forever, but our spirits will last forever. And what I want to talk about today, I want to encourage us that nothing that we do for him is a waste of time. Nothing we do for the kingdom of heaven is wasted. Have a think about it. All those prayers that you've prayed in your prayer closet or in your car or on your walks or whatever it might be, when no one's heard, when it feels like the heavens are brass, you can't get through and you're not seeing any of this stuff take place in your life, but you're still faithfully praying, I want to tell you it is not wasted prayers. Every single time you've believed 
when the enemy has come at you and said, that's never going to happen, it is not a waste of faith. Every single time when you've stood, even though you don't feel like standing, I want to encourage you, it is not a waste of your energy. Every seed that you sow for the kingdom of God will produce a harvest. Many people may not see the harvest of their seed until they get to heaven and Jesus says, well done, good and faithful servant. Have a look at what your seed did. Have a look at what all those seeds, all those prayers, all that witnessing, all of that sharing, the the boxes you sent to Africa. Come and meet the kids. I mean, what an amazing day it's going to be when we actually see some of the kingdom fruit for our earthly sowing. And yet sometimes we feel like it's no good. I'm not getting through. It's heavy. There's no, there's no amazing power, lightning bolts happening around me. I can't feel God. I can't hear Him. Everything that we do for the kingdom of God is producing a harvest. We might not be seeing it. I want to encourage you. You are going to see greater things. You will see greater things. Because God is a just God. He's not a mean headmaster. He's not a dictator. He's not a control freak. He's not one of these uh, people that we might think of as, as, as someone, an old man with a, a beard sitting on his throne, unrelatable. He, can't, he doesn't know what we're going through. He knows every pain. He knows every bit of confusion. He knows every hurt that we could ever go through because he has created us and he is walking with us through that stuff. He himself was betrayed, whipped, beaten, cursed, mocked, spat on, crucified. And so he has walked through that stuff. And when we're going through that painful journey, when we're going through confusion, he is with us in that stuff and none of it is wasted. None of, none of that pain is wasted. All of it is building an inheritance and a storehouse. And so he is a good, just, loving Heavenly Father. You know, the truth is, here on earth, we only can see in part and know in part. And it's interesting when we talk about justice, dependent on our own experience in life, Justice will mean different things to different people. But God is a perfectly aligned, just, loving Heavenly Father. And so we've got to be real careful on what we place judgment on. Because Jesus is so loving, he can see through all the agendas, all of what we've walked through, and we never know what other people have truly walked through. We don't know their story. We don't know what's going on. So we have to sometimes just leave some people to the Lord and say, you just, you do what you have to do. But his justice is pure. His eyes are pure. Luke 8, 17 says this, For nothing is hidden that will not become evident, nor anything secret that will not be known and come to light. God sees everything. He sees every time 
where you've done something and no one else knows what you've done. You're you're probably never going to get glory from that. You're never going to get any accolades for some of those prayers and those acts of kindness and that generosity and those times where you've stepped out and and maybe you felt like you've failed. I want to guarantee you, you did not fail. If you've sown in faith in the kingdom, in whatever form that is, it will produce a harvest. And so in God seeing everything, I want to encourage you, I want to build faith that when we step out, when we do this stuff, it makes a difference. I, a few weeks ago, uh, in the last few months or so, I, I've just felt promptings from God. Um, you know, we're, we live in a cashless society and I must admit spontaneous generosity is going to be more difficult in a cashless society. Um, I mean, what do you do? Go up to a homeless person and tap them on the head with your card or something? I, I don't know. But um, Bitcoin, yeah, I like it. <laughs> I don't know. How do you do that? You know, QR code them or something. But, but anyway, so, um, you know, there's been a few times I've just been thinking uh, and just prompted. And it's very easy to miss generous openings of giving, isn't it? It's so easy to just keep driving or, or keep just moving about. But just lately, a few times I've felt, ah, just, just that little prompting. And, and so you've you got to do it. And, when, and, you know, you drive away and you think, well, was that worth anything? Because that dude had no idea what I was doing. Uh, I remember some guy recently, I, I, you know, I'm not sure if he was all there, to be honest with you. But I felt to do it. And, and, um, and I just drive away. and like, well, it, it didn't feel super spiritual. But I know I'm building up an inheritance in heaven. And so we don't really have to feel anything. It's just sheer obedience half the time. Uh, recently, I, I, was, I just uh, met a young lady and, uh, by chance. And I remember just feeling a bit of a prompting at the time. And um, I didn't do anything. Drove away and didn't do anything. I thought, well, that could be awkward or maybe I'm overstepping the mark. And, you know, so you're conscious of this stuff, aren't you? And, um, and so anyway, I'm praying the next morning and I couldn't really get through my prayer without this thought recurring over and over again. You ever get that when you, you can't really get through your prayer because God actually wants you to do something? And so I sort of, I'd been half an hour, 45 minutes. I'm like, no, that's awkward. That's inappropriate if, you know, if, if a male does that and sends a message. So, but I had, had this particular person's details just uh, because of history. And so I sent them a message and, and she came back and, and she said, that, that must be a scam. Because uh, I was just offering to, you know, give her a gift. And she's like, that must be a scam. And isn't that the attitude? In today's society, it must be a scam. You know, the truth is, the goodness of God really must be a scam if it's not absolutely true. The goodness and the grace and the power and the forgiveness and the freedom that you and I know in Jesus Christ to the world seems like a scam because it's too good to be true. It's too good to be true that someone could be healed by the power of God while they're praying and what did you say? I'll have a crack at my back or something like that. <laughs> He's a good old Aussie ocker. <laughs> the gospel is too good to be true, but it's not a scam. 
The world thinks it's a scam and the world loves to uh, twist it and make it out like, you know, we're all weirdos and we believe in this sort of weird thing and we're a cult and we're just on about, you know, condemning everyone. The truth is we're not. It's a message of love. It's a message of hope. It's a message of eternal life. And, and when we see, G you know, Jesus is returning soon. And it's a very, very true statement to say it's sooner now than it was last week. Jesus is coming back and he will judge the living and the dead, the Bible says. He will judge you and me according to how we've lived our life. And when we meet him on that day, uh, you know, we're realising as we get a little bit older that, you know, we really can't do enough. We really can't do enough. And there are so many opportunities. Anyway, so I'm, I messaged this young lady and, uh, you know, even though I'm just not sure and, and she thought it was a scam and I said, no, I really would love to, even if I just drop, drop a gift off, you know, at where, where you meet, um, you know, I'm happy to do that. And she just said, well, no, look, hey, if, if it's legit, then, you know, bring it on. And so I, I said, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that here. I, I just send her some information. I said, I'm a pastor of a church and I was just praying this morning and I just couldn't get this thought out of my mind that I just need to give you a gift, a financial gift. It's not a lot of money. But um, anyway, she came back and said, my goodness, I'm 24 years old. I've never been to church, but I've always wanted to. And, you know, how, how would that, how would I do that, you know? And so anyway, would you, so pre, please pray for her uh, because, you know, uh, I'm going to get Karen or Suzanne or someone just to follow up on that. But there are so many hungry people out there waiting for our generosity, just waiting for our generosity. And, you know, it might be a, a gift like this. It might be a financial gift, but it might just be a smile. It, it might just be something, you know, I don't know, something that God just prompts you and me to just release. And you just never know what doors that's going to open. And, and her message after that said, you, 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 you wouldn't have believe what I'm going through right now. And it's tough. And I, I could tell it was tough. And so I bet, or well, I don't bet, but, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there are hundreds and hundreds of people awaiting you and me. Hundreds and hundreds of people awaiting you and me. Right now, our little gifts, our little things, our prayers, whatever the seed is, scatter it. I want to encourage you, scatter it, even if no one ever sees. In fact, the Bible says about fasting and other things that if everyone else knows, we already got the glory. And so, you know, it's, it's a great thing to do things in secret. It's a great thing. And who cares if people find out, they find out. But God knows our heart. He sees everything. I want to give you a story, um, not about sheep. I have had some requests <laughs> lately about sheep stories. So we'll come up with a few. Karen could probably tell a few. But anyway, every year I try and plant 50 trees. As I said, I'm more green than greenies. And um, and so I, I make it a thing, I just try, I, I buy 50, or I actually buy about 100 trees because half of them die. But, and, that, and that's just a fact, uh, kangaroos get them or whatever else. But um, I've worked out that about half of them survive. And um, one thing I've realised is that 
I'll, I'll ride the motorbike around the farm or drive around or whatever, and I'll always uh, check trees. And when we walk the dog, Karen will, you know, I'll be back. I'll just be looking into the, into my tree guards, making sure they're still there. And and a phenomenal thing takes place when you plant things. Firstly, you've got to have a hell of a lot of patience. You've got to be very, very patient. Um, because, you know, I bought the fastest growing trees. I don't know if anyone else is like me. But I researched what is the fastest growing eucalyptus trees. Um, I like things, you know, boom, come on, give it to me. In, in two years, I want big ones. Um, anyway, so... Um, I bought sugar gums, a lot of sugar gums, and they grow fast. They're good for burning firewood and, and everything else. And so, um, you know, I'm going out there a year later, and I'm like, man, these things are still like a foot high. That's about the size of when I put them in. And, um, you know, had a good winter. Uh, but a funny thing happens is when you haven't been out there for a while, and then, you know, a year later or just over time, you, you go out and you go, hey, these things are double the size. I haven't really noticed that. I haven't you know, driven past her in a while or just not really looking. And um, it's amazing the ones that survive are sometimes the ones you don't think are going to survive. And the other ones that I plant beautifully in waterways where there's nice water, um, they, they just, well, the kangaroos get them because they look all nice and juicy. And let me tell you this, you are bearing fruit. Even just being here this morning, you are bearing fruit. You are sowing seed into your spirit. When you read the Word of God, you are sowing seed into your spirit. It goes in and it comes out. It produces something. God's seed, His Word is seed. And it cannot return to Him void. And so there's a powerful transaction that takes place when we sow seed. Let me tell you, even if it's been years, don't give up. Even if it's been decades, do not give up. And I know some of you are here, even as I'm saying that this morning, you, you've been on the precipice of giving up. You're like, this is just way too hard. This Jesus stuff does not work. I've given it every bit of energy. I want to tell you this morning that maybe I'm here purely to tell you this message, do not give up. Because Jesus loves you and he's been with you through everything. And just at that moment when we're ready to let go, that's when he releases the harvest. That's when we see the tree has been growing all along. It's been growing all along. Those prayers are going somewhere. They're not, they're not just, I was going to use an awkward saying, so I won't. I heard another pastor say it, but it would be inappropriate. I'll let him do that. But anyway, it's, it's, it's not countless, pointless time. It is very, very worthwhile. Matthew 6, 4 says this, Give your gifts in private and your Father who sees everything will reward you. He will reward you. When you pray, when you seek Him, when you give gifts, when you give tithes and offerings and when you do acts of kindness and when you follow what He's leading you to do, He will reward you. He will reward you. I actually believe it's a double reward. And what I mean by that is I believe he rewards us here on earth and 
we get a reward in heaven. I don't know about you, but whenever you've done something generous and no one else knows it, you just done it secretly and you have a little snigger to yourself because no one else knows it, but you know, Jesus knows, and you've done something, you've stretched yourself, it's kind of a good feeling, isn't it? But it's more than a good feeling. The reason you feel good is because you're building up treasures in heaven. You know, so much of the world actually knows this message. But what they don't know necessarily, if you leave Jesus out, it's just a good act of kindness here on earth. But when we do it in the name of Jesus, it's so much more powerful. It's so much more powerful because we're building up that inheritance. Now, we don't do it because of that, but it's just a double blessing. And who doesn't want a double blessing? Every human does. Matthew 6, 20 says, But store up treasures in heaven. All of your prayers, all of your faithfulness, all of your groaning, all of your stepping out, that generosity, the giving, all of that stuff, all of the hidden stuff, the good stuff that sometimes we are so tempted to give up on. And especially in today's day and age when it's all about what people think of you. It's all about whether you have the approval of other people. Let me tell you, if you have the approval of your Father in heaven, you don't need anyone else's approval. You don't need a set amount of likes on Instagram. You don't need TikTok to chase you down. You don't need to be an influencer because you already are influenced by the Most High. You have his heart, you have his, his love, and you have eternal life. It's the greatest message of all time, and it's not a scam. Do you want to know a scam story on my behalf? It's, it's my, my doing. I've got a reputation for being scammed. And so I was, I was looking through uh, Facebook Marketplace last week, and um, up comes this amazing tractor. And I mean, if, if the devil wants to tempt me, it's going to be through a tractor. And so I'm looking at this tractor. And I mean, it's a, it's a really nice tractor. And um, it's got a bucket. It's, a, it's, it's great horsepower. It does everything I want it to do. And I'm looking at it. It's like $9,000. I'm wanting one of those things. But that is just phenomenal. It's like a third of the price. And so I, I click on it. And I'm like, man, this is amazing. I sent off an inquiry. It comes back and, 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 you know, the person says, yeah, I'm in the defence force. I've just been divorced. So I sent back an email saying, I'm so sorry to hear that, you know. And, um, you know, I mean, it's just like a fish hook. <laughs> Who wouldn't get sucked into that kind of sob story? I'm blinded by the $9,000. It's a third of the price. I'm already, I went to Karen and said, I've always, this is a tractor. And so I'm, I'm sort of softening her up. I'm like, this is a pretty good deal. I'm softening her up. And uh, anyway, the next morning I'm sitting there and, and so I'm asking a bit more information. It's coming back so, so um, methodical and it's perfect. It's like a, a, a manual, like they're, like they're reading out of a manual. And I'm like, oh my goodness. I'm just about to be scammed again. <laughs> I already lost 1600 on a transaction a year or two ago. We... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that one. You're right. That was a total scam. 
I was buying a shipping container again through Facebook Marketplace. And I tell you this so you don't get scammed. But anyway, it's legit as. I ring the guy. He's so friendly. He's like, mate, if this thing arrived, $6,200, I've sent it off EFT. It's legit. I checked him out online, the website, everything. Checked the ABN. And uh, so I, I um, rang him and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah if, if it arrives and it's not perfect, we'll send it back. We're booking in the day. It doesn't arrive. So I ring him. Okay, it's going to be tomorrow. It doesn't arrive. So I'm waiting around for days for this thing and it doesn't arrive. I've been scammed. So I'm, You don't have to feel sorry for me. I'm chasing. <laughs> Karen told me to tell that story. I'm, I'm, chasing, I'm chasing the money and I think I'm going to get it back. But. Do you know what I thought? And I've done this a number of times. Even if I've been totally ripped off, God's going to use that somehow. I never let an op, especially if I've been ripped off, I never let an opportunity like that just go into the dust. It's still sowing anyway. It's still sowing anyway. And, and I do the same with fasting. You know, if you are too busy and you miss a meal, take it as a fast. <laughs> Just get credit with heaven. Get credit with heaven. Some of you are adding up all those breakfasts that you've missed. Anyway, I'm way off track. We have a new clock and it's on time. Thank you to Zeph. Isaiah 55.11 says this. So my word which goes out of my mouth, will not return to me empty. Every single word that he has spoken will not return empty. I'm telling you, you're going to hear in the coming days every crazy thing you've ever thought possible. And some of it's going to be true. Some of it's not. Some of it's going to be true. But there is such a shaking in the world right now. And there's so much confusion between left of politics and right of politics and centre politics and no one cares about politics or whatever else. But God is on the move. He is on the move. And his word has gone forth and it will not return to him void. When he releases his word, it is all powerful. And his word has gone forth. And he's stirring people in this city, probably as we haven't seen in a long time. There's so much connecting going on, we can't even keep up. I have always been one to return every single text message anyone's ever sent me. I'm sorry if I've never done that to you. But generally speaking, I have prided myself on always answering. See the waiver, Jonah? The waiver? I have, I've always done this. But so many people are sending me messages of what God's doing and they want to connect. They want to find out politically what we're tapping into, what God, they're hearing about youth, they're hearing a stirring. I've forgotten to return many messages lately. And so I'm, I'm carrying that right now. But let me tell you, God doesn't do that. His word goes out and it's swirling around. It's always swirling around. It's all powerful. It's all knowing. It's ever present. And his word is swirling all around you today. No matter what you're going through, His Word is living and active. And it's swirling around you. Sometimes we just have to catch hold of it. 
We have to say, what are you doing, God? What are you saying to me right now? I'm in the storm, but I know you're doing something. We bought this fantastical winnowing machine and we're like, why did we buy this thing? Because he's winnowing us. You know, it's just one of those things. God is shaking stuff. He's allowing shaking all over the earth. What do we believe? Who are we looking to? Who do we believe in? Who do we trust in? If you don't know Jesus, I want to encourage you to get to know him because he loves you and he's not a scam. Uh, Yes, I'm the king of being scammed, but this one I know to be true. Jesus loves you and he died for you. And no matter where you're at, run to him because he's got every single thing we need. I want to finish Well, I want to keep reading actually Isaiah 55. So my word which goes out of my mouth, it will not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the purpose for which I sent it. If you can hear me today, you've heard the voice of God, not because I'm God, because I'm reading from his word. And it's true. And you can trust him. Whatever you're going through, you can trust his word. Decree his word over your life. Decree his word over your family. It's what we do all the time. It's it's one of those things that we stand on the rock because the world is shaking. And there is more shaking coming. As the return of Jesus Christ becomes closer and closer, there's going to be more shaking. The Bible says there will be wars and rumours of wars. Right now, there are rumours of wars in China. With China, China, Taiwan, Australia, America, US, whatever. You know, there's alliances being made right now that haven't been made before. There's wars and rumours of wars. There's all sorts of things biblically that are playing out right now. And so we need to have our eyes open and recognise that Jesus is coming soon. But you and I, we have some stuff to do. We have a calling and a destiny to fulfil I want to finish with this, and it might fit and it might not. So we'll see how it goes, if that's okay. Thank you. I want to read from Zechariah 9. I haven't given it to the guys, so just sort of listen with your spirit. Zechariah 9, 14 to 17 says this, Then the Lord will appear over them, and his arrow will go forth like lightning. The Lord God will sound the trumpet, And we'll march forth in the whirlwinds of the south. Don't you love that? The whirlwinds of the south. Do you know what? He's called you to be a whirlwind of the south. This region needs spiritual whirlwinds. Spiritual whirlwinds. There are are some great people in our region that are doing amazing things but they don't know Jesus and they're waiting for you and for me. Whirlwinds of the south. I want you to just chew on that for a minute because that's what he's called us to be, whirlwinds of the south. The Lord of hosts will protect them and they shall devour and tread down and sling stones. They shall drink water and roar as if drunk with wine and be full like a bowl, drenched like the corners of the altar. On that day, the Lord their God will save them as the flock of his people. For like the jewel of a crown, they shall shine on his head. For how great is his goodness and how great his beauty. Grain shall make the young men flourish and new wine the young women. 
It's a great passage. I want you to stand. I just want you to close your eyes and lift your hands. If you want to do that, if you don't want to do that, it's fine. Lord, we just ask this morning that you would come and that you would create in us every place, every opportunity that you intend. I pray that you would raise up whirlwinds of the south amongst us, that you've called us to be a people who give glory to you and who reach out into this whole region, that this whole region would hear your name. And we pray that you would send your arrows and your lightnings in young and old. I thank you for an amazing cross spread of ages of hungry, hungry, hungry people who love you and want to serve you. And Lord, I pray today that you would release and raise up whirlwinds of the south. Your life is not wasted. Your life is not wasted. You have a destiny. You have a calling. You have a purpose. You have a reason for living. You have a reason for being here on earth. And it's to give him glory. All the hurt, all the pain, all the confusion, it will all be worth it. It will all be worth it when you meet Jesus face to face. If you don't know Jesus this morning, give your life to him. All you have to do is say, Jesus, forgive me of my sin. I want to live for you. I want to see you face to face when I die. I want to live for you. I want to live free of sin, free of heaviness. Come into my life. You just have to do that this morning and he will meet you. He will come and be part of your life and you will have the gift of eternal life. And if you're doing that this morning, I want you just to to connect with someone. Maybe someone brought you. Maybe you see someone with a welcome T-shirt on. You need to connect with them. Let them know. Let someone know. Don't leave this place without getting right before God. God loves you. He loves you. And he wants to raise up whirlwinds of the south. So Lord, I pray even this morning that in our hands and in our hearts, you would release your lightnings, your arrows of lightning, that you would raise up and release whirlwinds of the south, that your word would go forth in this whole region and that you would awaken this region, awaken this region that you are not a scam. You are legit. You are real. You are all powerful. And I thank you for so many hungry ones. I thank you for so many thirsty people for the truth. I pray for every prayer that they've prayed, for every time they've stepped out, every faithful act of kindness, every good thing they've done before you that no one's ever seen. I pray you'd return to them tenfold, tenfold tenfold. Release heaven upon their life. Let them see the fruition of that seed. Let them see the goodness of your faithfulness and your kindness. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, I thank you for every person here. I pray your covering of the blood of Jesus over them. I pray you would prosper them. I pray you would Make them a giant in the land, that you would raise them up and that you would release them for your glory, that you'll give them authority, you'll give them power, you'll give them victory in every situation. In Jesus' mighty name, everyone said, Amen. Amen. 